Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Hello, my friend, and welcome back. This week, we're going to talk about not accepting the world's messaging at face value. The world will tell you we are in a post-Christian society in the hopes that you will expand your horizons, and that's air quotes, to a more liberal or worldly viewpoint. The world will tell you that science and Christianity are at odds, that great scientists can't be Christians. The world will also tell you that work and faith must be separate, one secular and one sacred. I will tell you that all is not what it appears to be, and please don't accept the world's messaging at face value or verified fact. Let's look at the statement, post-Christian society, with its intentions to get you to give up or relax your Christian viewpoint. Are we at a point where Christianity and the leadership of most world nations have become separate? Yes. Does that mean you won't be able to find fellow Christians or a faith community? No. According to the Pew Research Center, who conducted a demographic study of over 200 countries, there are 2.18 billion Christians, yes, that's billion with a B, of all ages around the world. That's about a third of the 6.9 billion people populating the planet. To clarify, this comprehensive study was done in 2011, so numbers for both measures have more than likely increased. They further compared distribution of Christians in the years 1910 and 2010. In the Americas, which was North and South, the Christian population increased from 27.1% to 36.8%. Europe, which had been an anchor for the Christian nations, had 66.3% in 1910 but dropped significantly to 25.9% in 2010. The largest increase was seen in Sub-Saharan Africa, going from 1.4% to 23.6%. The Asian Pacific grew from 4.5% to 13.1%. And the Middle East, North Africa, their numbers changed from 0.7% to 0.6%. With all these ups and downs in the global regions, the number of Christians has quadrupled in the last 100 years, from about 600 million to over 2 billion, again with a B. And yes, with all transparency, the entire population of the world increased in that same time period. That said, the Christian population has stayed stable at about a third of the world's population. 
just shifts in geographical locations. Where it was predominantly a European and American faith, it is now truly global. Now, I won't continue to hit you with numbers and how population stats are reflecting the number of Christians by country. If you are truly interested in the study and how everything breaks down, I'm putting the link in the show notes. I share this to show you that Christianity is still significant. There are still billions of believers, and you aren't alone in your beliefs, nor would you be unable to find other believers, fellow believers, or a faith community. Let's look at that second message regarding science and Christianity being at odds. I submit that you can find information supporting that view, but you can also find information to the contrary if you just look. I did. Have you ever heard of BioLogos? I'll also have that link in the show notes. But this is an organization of scientists who are also believers. The mission of the organization? Faith and science, working hand in hand. Their core values start with Christ-centered faith, then rigorous science, and finally gracious dialogue where they promote dialogue with those who hold other views, speaking the truth in love. Refreshing, right? The organization was founded by top biologist Francis Collins. If you aren't familiar with him, in 2006 he wrote the book, The Language of God, which detailed his journey from atheism to Christian belief. In the book, he shared that science was not in conflict with the Bible, but enhancing of the faith. BioLogos launched its website in 2009 and has grown it into a valuable resource from hundreds of authors by accumulating videos, articles, and curricula from these brilliant minds. Their current president is from the field of astronomy and is a joy to listen to regarding science enhancing her Christian beliefs. Their tagline reads, whether helping a young person through a faith crisis over science, strengthening the faith of a believing scientist, or equipping pastors and teachers to reach the next generation, BioLogos is changing lives. Finally, we come to the message that work and faith, or secular and sacred, must be separate. That too is a false message and not aligned with scripture. Let's start off in Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Work is part of our purpose. We also have Psalm 90 verse 17. May the favor of our Lord God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And we have Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 18 through 20. This is what I have observed to be good that it is appropriate for a person to eat, to drink, and to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of life God has given them, for this is their lot. Moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift from God. They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of heart. In Proverbs, we have chapter 16, verse 3. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. And in that same spirit, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord. Also in the New Testament, we have Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor 
doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. And finally, a cautionary piece of advice from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 9. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. Now, I know that was a lot of verses, and I hope you paused when necessary to make your notations so you can study them later. But what I want you to realize is that none of these verses are discussing evangelizing in the workplace, which is where the fear of employers comes from and their rules that restrict that type of behavior. These verses speak about work as part of your divine purpose from God, doing it to the best of your abilities, help others, all of which will be your faith testimony through action. Remember, actions speak louder than words. Now back to our original thought. Don't take the world's messaging at face value. Discern for yourself the truth of the matter through research and study. Check it all against scripture. Does it align with the word of God? Until next week, may your study be uplifting and inspiring. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.